This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to the Principal Purpose Podcast with your host, principal and certified life coach, Lynn Harden. This podcast empowers you to become not just a great principal, but the principal everyone loves. The role is more than administration. It's about trust, relationships, and creating spaces where every child thrives. Here, we chat with experts, unveiling strategies, actionable steps and stories guiding you to excellence. Remember, every child deserves a chance to learn, and you shape that future. Ready to be a principal everyone loves? Let's dive in. Well, hello. Hello, everybody. I am so thrilled that you are here, and I'm even more thrilled that I am here. I have been on a sabbatical, but life happened, and we are in the process of selling our house and all that goes with it, painting, staging, and looking for a new home. And I got off track. I just stopped managing my time. Instead, I let life pull me. And here we are, three three weeks at least, since I've done a podcast. So it's good to be back. I noticed that I was letting life pull me and didn't beat myself up, didn't give myself a hard time about it. And we're back. So I thought, what better topic than time management to talk about that. I mean, effective time management. And it really can boost productivity and more importantly, your well-being. When our time is managed effectively, because one thing we all have in common, we only have 24 hours in a day. So when it's managed effectively, it also impacts our well-being. I hope that you will hang with me to the very end of this episode. This is not a long episode, but I think a powerful one. Because at the very end, I bring up the greatest time bandit of all, and that is worry. So I give you a solution on what to do with that worry that is robbing you of well-being, productivity, and just having time. So hang in, it's at the very end. So I want to talk about that. So here are some of my favorite ways to boost productivity and well-being. One, to be very clear about the goals. Know what you want to achieve in the long term, whether it's personal or at your school site, yearly, quarterly, And then kind of medium term, what do you want to accomplish monthly, weekly, and then short term daily? I have a a free principal planner that is on my website, lynnharden.com. I think it's beautiful and I think it's excellent. 
and I also use it personally, though I really haven't been doing it in the last three weeks. It's okay. I'm human. We are all allowed to get off track. And then once you have very clear goals about what it is that you want to accomplish, you prioritize the task under that goal. So say that we're selling, our, we're moving, we're going to be selling the home, our home. And so I list the task, I find a realtor, declutter individual rooms, kitchen, bedroom, hall closet, paint, hire staging, repair the grass in the backyard where the dogs have destroyed it. Make it more of a curb appeal by planting flowers. You know, I list, just prioritize the task. First, you list them and then you prioritize them. And you can use a thing called the Eisenhower box or the ABCD method. And each day, we tackle the high priority task first. This I love. It's called the two minute rule. If a task will take less than two minutes, do it immediately. For example, going to the mailbox and taking the mail out rather than just dropping it on the counter, open all the mail, throw what needs to be thrown away, and then say, if you have bills, put the bills in one area. I love technology and I use apps like Todoist, T-O-D-O-I-S-T, there's Trumo, there's Notion, your Google Calendar will even keep you on track. Break down the big tasks that are overwhelming. I used to tell my staff probably too often, but I would say to them, how do you eat an elephant? Not that I would ever eat an elephant, but how do you break down a big task in little bites? Break it into smaller, more manageable chunks, like in reading, when we chunk it. And then I also, I think some of my colleagues and friends have used the Pomodoro technique where you work for 25 minutes straight and then you take a five minute break and then repeat. Or you can pick a number that you like. I like to work more like 52 minutes and then take a 10 minute break. Try both and see what works for you. I'm a woman, so I love multitasking. But did you know that multitasking will decrease your productivity and the quality of your work? Focus on one task at a time. I am not recording this podcast and checking my email at the same time, though there was a time where I would have tried to do that. Group similar tasks together and then tackle them one right after another. For example, checking your email. Responding to email might be also the time that you are looking through paper that's on your desk that needs to be handled. Don't do them at the same time, but do them in the same batch. Set deadlines. This is the sense of urgency will propel you to take action. I know you hear all the time, delegate, delegate, delegate. And I personally, as a leader, this was difficult for me because I'll be honest with you, my thought was I can always do it better. And I still have that thought with my husband, Michael. And I, when I load the dishwasher, it is like a Tetris puzzle. And I found myself doing all of the work because I didn't like the way he loaded the dishwasher. He has a very different, more relaxed surfer 
kind of beautiful way, actually, to load the dishwasher. It's not so tight and tense like mine. So I let, I delegate, would you help me load the dishwasher? And it isn't about if they can do it better or more effectively. Just let them, let them help us. Avoid procrastination. Understand each of us has a different root cause of our procrastination. Is it fear of perfectionism or a lack of motivation? Taking a look at the root cause can help you move forward. A coach can help you do that. Limit your distractions. This means turning off the notifications on your phone, turning off the TV, having a dedicated workspace, or setting boundaries with family or roommates. For example, I'm recording a podcast, so I let my husband know I'm heading in. I'm going to do the podcast. So we're recording. No disturbances, please. I don't even have to say no disturbances. He's a grown-up. He gets it. Don't we love to review and adjust? But at the end of the week, assess, review what you have accomplished, what worked and what didn't, and you can make adjustments according to the next week. I have a tendency to overplan a day, and that's okay. As I look, as I look back at the week and I look at the time blocks that I gave for activities or tasks to be done, it's like, oh, I can see that takes a lot less time than I thought, or oh boy, that project's going to take a lot more. And moving forward, you'll only get better and better at planning and selecting how much time something will really take. I think it's difficult for humans to really, I think we over or underestimate how long something will take. So by reassessing your end of the week and reviewing what you did will really hone in determining how long something will take. Take breaks. It's so important to take those breaks so you can refresh and prevent burnout. Ensure that you also take longer breaks on the weekends or vacations. I know I'm preaching to the choir on this one, but it is, I think it's so important. You can think of your day as... Eight, eight, and eight. We have eight hours of sleep. We have eight hours of work, whether you're a stay at home mom or you're retired and you have a business or you're retired helping out with your grandkids or you're a site principal. Then we have another eight hours for pleasure, for refreshing, or for fun. And I think if we schedule our time eight, eight, and eight, you're going to find that time to be refreshed and have some fun. I know that I did. I was saying, oh, I don't have time for pleasure. I don't have time for fun. And I'm tired. I do have a business, but I, I don't have time. I don't have time. And I started scheduling time for fun. I started scheduling when I walked the dog. When I saw the grandkids, I started scheduling when I would paint, when I would do create art journals, when I would get online and take that art class that I've signed up for, when I would work out. It went in those eight hours after work and sleep. Start early. Did you know that many successful people swear by the benefits of starting their day early? The quiet of the morning is so beautiful and can be a great time to get things done without distractions. And that's when I plan. That is when before dogs get up, before my husband gets up, and used to be before the kids would get up, 
I would pray, I would meditate, I would journal, and I would have get my planner out and I would plan the day or be, if it was the weekend, I would be planning the week or reassessing or assessing how the week had done before. Please be sure to allocate time for exercise, meditation, hobbies, and activities in your love in that third eight hours of the day. Learning to say no, it's, it's important to understand your limits. Overloading yourself is going to negatively impact the quality of your work and your well-being. If you find yourself overloaded by doing tasks for other people or projects that you really meant to say no to, take a look at, without judgment, take a look at, am I people-pleasing? Take a look at what are my thoughts? Why? What is going on? Why am I saying yes when I mean no? Is it because that I really want this person to like me or I'm afraid of this teacher and I don't want them to be upset with me? Our thoughts drive how we feel and our thoughts and feelings drive what we do. So if you find yourself doing something or activities or priorities or tasks that you don't want or not priorities that you don't want to do take a look at what it is that you're thinking and then you have a choice you can still do it but at least be honest about i am choosing to do this because i'm afraid of this teacher i'm afraid of the union or i'm afraid of this group grade level group and i just don't want to rock the boat right now so i'm going to go ahead and do this task rather than doing it when you don't want to do it and beating yourself up and causing resentment. Be honest about what it is that your mindset or thoughts are. My final favorite, favorite thing to do to help manage time is about, it has to do with worry. I want to encourage each of you to spend your time based on who you want to show up in the world as who do you want to be for this world? Worry, especially for women, I think is, and I could speak for myself, is the biggest waste of time. Knowing that's great. So what do we do about worry? I am suggesting that, and this is something that I do, you create a worry list. On the left side of your paper, and it's important that you write it out, not do it in your head, write down all the things that you are worried about. Just get it out. You know, I'm worried about the this parent meeting. I am worried about that I don't have any clean laundry. I am worried about where, where we're going to be moving. I am worried about the health of a loved one. I'm worried about the student. I am worried about finances. I am worried about losing weight. I am worried about this grade level's data. I am worried, you know, the list goes on and on and on. I'm worried about getting evaluations done on time. I'm worried about getting in the classrooms. Anyway, you make a list of all the worries. And then in a column. And then the second column, you're right at the top. You write no control. And any of those things on your worry list that you have no control over, you check. I have no control over. And it's okay that you're unhappy about that or you want to have control. And take a look at that. Why is it that I want to have control over something that I don't have, that I do not have any control over? Now, the next column is, the second column is, 
about having to do either 50% or some control over it. Write down in that column for each one of your items on the worry list what it is that I do have control over. And then the final column is, I do, this isn't con my control. This is completely in my control. And write down what it is that you do have control over. And if it's not getting done, you might want to journal about why I'm not doing it. Why is this not getting done? Worry list will save so much time. And I think it's probably one of the most powerful time management tools. And I'm going to leave you with, because I don't like to take up too much of your time and I want, or the time that I do, that's not true. It's not that I don't want to take up too much of your time. The time that we spend together, I want it to be valuable and useful to you. That's what it is. So I'm going to leave you with this last tool for time management is keep plans for tiny time. Make a tiny time list. What can be done in two to three minutes, two to five minutes? Say you have a meeting with a parent and it, it ends early. You've got a couple of minutes. Go to your tiny time list and take care of what's on that list. Once again, all of this is only so that we can show up in the world and live on purpose and serve serve our students, serve our community, serve our staff and teachers. So all of time management and adjustment and reviews and lists are really to support you on who you want to show up in this world. Well, thank you for listening and giving me your valuable time. And I have a gift for you. I talked a little bit about it at the beginning of the episode, but I want to encourage you to go to my website, lynnharden.com and download this amazing principle planner. It's what I used back when I was at the site and still use it today in my business because it frees up time. It frees up headspace and it truly allows us to be the principle that everyone loves. <music>